Shark Week versus Sharks The myth that sharks want to hurt humans is killing sharks. The tens of thousands of shark encounters each day that end with sharks ignoring people don't make the news. But any time someone is bitten by a shark, claims to have been bitten, or even sees a shark and gets scared, it's reported all over the world. I know, shark stories are cool, that's why you're listening to this. But shark experts worry that the amount of attention sharks get every time they're spotted in the wrong place may be fatal. Shark expert Alessandro de Maddalena says many people believe there are more sharks in the oceans than ever before. Why? Because shark stories are always in the news. Discovery Channel has Shark Week just once a year, but in the news media and on social media, every week is Shark Week. Welcome to SCANA, a podcast about oceans, ecoethics, and the environment for fans of fact-based reality and reality-based facts. I'm your host, Mark Laren Young, and today our guest is Mark Laren Young, because today I am sharing the opening chapter of my new book for middle school students, really for shark lovers of all ages, Sharks Forever, The Mystery and History of the Planet's Perfect Predator. Sharks Forever is one of two new books about sharks that just hit stores everywhere. The other is a board book, those are also known as baby books, called Big Sharks, Small World. And I really hope that book will be a big hit with babies so that they learn early that sharks are cool and beautiful. As always, Scanna exists because of the generous support of our Patreon patrons. So if you like what you're listening to and want to hear more amazing ocean stories more often, please support us at patreon.com. Our patrons do get all sorts of perks, including sneak peeks at our ocean-related projects, like our upcoming documentary version of The Killer Whale Who Changed the World. Also, please check out our other podcast, Orca Bites, for shorter, bite-sized pieces about oceans, ecoethics, and the environment. And now, a taste of Sharks Forever by Mark Laird Young. That's me. Shark Bites. Great Whites. The superstars of the shark world, the largest great whites are believed to grow to over 20 feet long. They usually swim 15 miles per hour, but they move faster when they're hunting. They have five rows of teeth, about 240 in total. Great Whites? Most experts just call them whites. Prefer the waters off South Africa, New Zealand, Australia, and North America. Their sense of smell is like a superpower. They can smell food, from over a mile away. Chapter 1. Love at First Bite I am a nice shark, not a mindless eating machine. If I am to change this image, I must first change myself. Fish are friends, not food. Bruce the Great White Shark in Finding Nemo Sharks don't want to eat you. If you stop reading right now, you've already learned the most important thing that everyone should know about sharks. 
If you swim in the ocean every day for a hundred years, you are more likely to be struck by lightning than swallowed by a shark. Lightning kills more than 4,000 people a year. It is riskier to swim with another human than with a shark. Humans aren't just more likely to drown you, they are more likely to bite you. The BBC reported in 2021 that snakes killed 138,000 people per year. Dogs kill almost 60,000 of us. Crocodiles kill 1,000 humans a year. Around 500 people a year are killed by hippos. So how many people are killed by sharks most years? Five. Meanwhile, humans kill at least 100 million sharks a year. And we're scared of them? Shark bites or shark accidents. The International Shark Attack file found proof of only 470 fatal, unprovoked bites during the last 450 years. The ISAF researchers at the University of Florida who study past and present records of sharks hurting humans say there are about 80 unprovoked bites each year. Most happen in the waters near the United States and Australia. Gavin Naylor, director of the Florida Program for Shark Research, told me that about one-third of all shark bites are what he considers provoked. This does not mean humans were asking for it, but it does mean they were doing something that was definitely going to get a shark's attention. The incidents he considers provoked include people bitten while feeding sharks or spearfishing, hunting in the water surrounded by sharks. They also include people trying to be nice to sharks by freeing them from nets or trying to remove hooks from their mouths or bodies. I have a friend on Maui who rescued several sharks by freeing them from sticks, hooks, or fishing gear, and he was never hurt. But since a shark may not know you're trying to help, they're still more likely to bite you than write a thank you card. Swimming near sharks or even surfing near them is not considered provoking them. Australia frequently declares war on sharks. When a surfer or swimmer is injured by a shark, the Australian government responds like the shark is a human serial killer. The difference is, when the authorities claim they're hunting a specific shark who bit a human, they aren't looking for the guilty shark, they just kill sharks in the area to prove they're taking the bite seriously. Between 2001 and 2017, more people in Australia were killed by kangaroos than by sharks. Authorities do not hunt killer kangaroos. Horses were involved in one-third of that country's animal-related human deaths. If Australian authorities treated horses the way they treat sharks, every time a horse killed a human, they would shoot every horse in the herd. And every horse found anywhere near that herd. Shark bites. Endangered, extinct, or everywhere. Extinct. No known living individuals. Extinct in the wild. Known to survive only in captivity or as a naturalized population outside its historic range. Critically endangered. Extremely high risk of extinction in the wild. Endangered. High risk of extinction in the wild. Vulnerable. High risk of endangerment in the wild. Near threatened. Likely to become endangered in the near future. Conservation dependent. Low risk. Conserved to prevent being near-threatened. Certain events may lead to a higher risk level. Least concerned, lowest risk. Data deficient, not enough data to make an assessment of the risk extinction. Not evaluated, 
has not yet been evaluated against the criteria. Big Sharks, Small Food Basking sharks look like they could devour you and your best friend for lunch with room left over to swallow a hippo for dessert. They are the second biggest fish in the sea. Only whale sharks are bigger, and they are absolutely deadly to plankton. Unless you're a microscopic plant, fish, or shellfish, a basking shark is not going to eat you, even as a pizza topping. If a whale shark or a basking shark spotted you, it is possible you might interest them. It'd probably be the weirdest thing they'd seen in the water that week. Maybe your puny human head looks as funny to them as a hammerhead's looks to you. Great white sharks have plenty of teeth, about 240 at any time, set in five rows. Their teeth are sharper than steak knives. These sharks aren't looking to eat people either. No shark is. All animals eat something to survive except in cartoons, but most if not all incidents where sharks attacked humans were accidental. How do we know this? When a shark bites a human, they leave almost immediately to find real food. These bites are exploratory. Sharks don't have iPhone apps to identify other species, so they may bite a person to find out what we are and whether we make a decent dinner. The ISAF records from 2020 show that over 60% of people bitten by sharks that year were surfing or boarding at the time. Surfers look like prey. Divers do not. Fewer than 10% of the people bitten by sharks were diving or snorkeling with them at the time, so people swimming with sharks are safer than people surfing near them. The ISAF has an interactive map that shows where bites have happened and what type of sharks were involved. On rare occasions, tiny cookie-cutter sharks, who grow to only about 28 inches, take bites out of long-distance swimmers in Hawaii. Almost every animal is more dangerous than sharks, shark researcher Jim Abernathy told me. After spending most of his life swimming with sharks in Florida, Jim doesn't believe sharks ever hunt humans because of how they behave after they bite people. They're not actually shark attacks, they're shark mistakes, says Jim. Sharks bite and release everybody they bite. Killer kangaroos versus killer sharks. Sharks taste humans the way baby humans taste sand and dirt. If one out of every thousand babies on Earth ate a worm, would you declare that humans are worm eaters? Of more than 500 shark species, just three are responsible for the majority of cases where sharks were blamed for killing humans. According to the ISAF, great whites are at the top of the list for most fatal bites on record, followed by tiger sharks and bull sharks. Almost no other type of shark has ever killed a human. And saying all great whites, all tiger sharks, or all bulls are dangerous to humans is the same as saying all dogs, horses, and kangaroos are dangerous to humans. Because these three shark species have teeth with sharp edges that are used to cut and hold their prey, their bites tend to do more damage than the bites of other sharks. In recent years, we've learned that great whites and many other sharks spend a lot of time closer to shore than anyone ever imagined. We've only discovered this due to tracking technology. If sharks thought people were prey, we would have noticed because shark bites would happen every day. Shark bites. Plankton.
Most types of plankton are tiny. There are two types of plankton. Phytoplankton are tiny plants known as algae. Zooplankton are animals, including tiny fish, krill, and a lot of other species without backbones. Plankton comes from the Greek word for drifter, because these species don't swim, they drift with the tides. Because nature is complicated, there are larger kinds of drifters like some shellfish and jellyfish, so not all are small. Many marine animals, including the biggest sharks and whales in the sea, eat only plankton. Thanks again for checking out Scanna. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss upcoming episodes with shark expert and author David Schiffman, author Rowena Ray sharing the stories of salmon, and the awesome creators of the Orca documentary, Coextinction. If you'd like to help us share more stories about oceans, ecoethics, and the environment more often, please join Scanna's pod at patreon.com. Your support helps us pay for the tech and the people required to make this happen. And the more support we have, the more stories we can share. So please visit us at patreon.com backslash scanna. I'd like to thank all our Patreon patrons, including Robert Anderson, Simon McNair, Darren Lern Young, Kayla, Susie Venuta, Joseph Planta, and Joseph Wask. Scan is also brought to you by Orca Publishing, publishers of my three books about whales for younger readers, Orcas of the Salish Sea, Big Whale, Small World, and Orcas Everywhere, and my two new shark books, Sharks Forever and Big Sharks, Small World. I'd also like to thank our friends at Eagle Wing Whale and Wildlife Tours. Be sure to check out our show notes at Scanna.org and subscribe to our Scanna magazine on Medium, which features material from several of our guests, including Alexander Morton, Paul Watson, and Julia Barnes. And subscribe to our newsletter, now on Substack. Follow us on social media and share the show with your friends. Share our show with everyone. Reviews on your favorite podcast provider are always appreciated. If this podcast did not work for you, I'm Nicole Beyer, and this is Why Won't You Date Me? Scan is produced in Saanich, B.C., territories of the Lasanich, Songhees, and Esquimalt peoples, and is produced by the always awesome Rain Manu. Our brilliant audio boss is Bug Lewis. The Scanosite and so much more are courtesy of our wizard of web, Katie Brown. Scanna's theme, Scanna, is by Leah Abramson. Do-do, do-do. Do 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 do